Hey hikers, welcome to the Thruer Podcast, where we talk to new and experienced long distance or through hikers about their adventures on and off trail. I'm your host, Cheer. Today, we are catching up with Courtney, who is trekking along the Pacific Crest Trail. Let's listen in. This is Cinderella, and this is my recording for, I think, my 12th week on the trail. So the last time I did a recording, I was about to get into town. I wasn't sure whether I was going to go to Dunsmere or um, Castella or Mount Shasta. So what ended up happening is that um, we pretty much hiked into a little bit before Castella, there was a highway exit, and weren't sure where to hitch from. Um, so as we were trying to figure it out, a car actually pulled up and was dropping some other hikers off who were getting back on the trail. So we asked if we could get a ride to at least Castella, and the person driving turned out to be a trail angel. And so as we were in the car with her, um, I think we decided at some point she offered to bring us to Mount Shasta and we accepted, thought it would be a lot of fun to check out and possibly have some good food. Um, But while we were driving, she offered to actually let us stay at her place in Dunsmere. And you know, it was the morning, we hadn't done necessarily a full day of hiking, but um, I'm trying to remember, had done at least 10 miles um, to that exit. And then my hiking partner, um, his inflatable pla- Ugh. inflatable sleeping pad had actually popped, and so he was hoping to seal it and let it sit um, overnight to dry. So we ended up accepting her offer. Um, so spent a little bit of time in Mount Shasta, had a great lunch, uh, beer, coffee, which. <laughs> two of my favorite things to get in town. Um, Ended up checking out a gear shop where we ran into another friend um, who was also originally planning on going back into town but um, ended up we checked in and the trail angel who had brought us into Shasta um, said that she could come over as well. So went there, did some shopping at a uh, health food store, which was great, um, especially for me. Following a plant-based diet on the trail, it was really nice to get some different food than I'd normally be able to. Um, and then the trail angel picked us up and brought it to her place, brought us to her place. And it was so relaxing, um, such a great afternoon. She had spare bedrooms, so there was room for us all. Um, showers, and then actually made us um, basically a a charcuterie board and wine for dinner, which was so nice. Um, And it was just so relaxing. We got to play with her dogs. And that afternoon, I actually also got to go on a Instagram uh, live with cheer and answer some questions, which was fun too. And then the next morning, she actually made us an incredible breakfast. Um, she had 
peppers stuffed with quinoa. She had pancakes uh, with berries and, and made things vegan, especially for me, which was just amazing and such a nice treat um, before getting back on trail. That was the first time I had actually spent the night at a trail angel's house and I felt a little weird at first. I didn't want to take advantage of the situation, but it was just so nice. She was so generous. Um, and so, yeah, had an amazing time in Dunsmere. We then got back on trail probably about, um, I would say 10 or 11 and had a pretty slow day. <laughs> it wasn't too bad. And in the afternoon actually ended up having, um, a decent climb and it was pretty hot out. So that was kind of tough, but, uh, made it through. And then the next day, um, was another nice hike. And I believe it was that afternoon. We actually got a bit of an afternoon storm or no, sorry. I think I might have my day screwed up. I think the, the next day it actually rained, um, pretty much all throughout the day or regardless at some point it rained we had a storm and actually the storm ended up um oh yeah it was just an afternoon storm we saw a um a plane flying overhead dumping fire retardant and we thought that's weird it must be kind of a, a drill or an exercise as we didn't see anything around. But as we walked a bit, there were some people, um, some weekend hikers or, or just people who were planning on spending a night or two coming southbound. And they told us that the fires had actually through lightning started, um, or the storm had started a couple fires. And at that point we could start to see um, a, a little bit of the smoke in certain areas. So we kept going, um, eventually got to a campground where we ran into a bunch of other hikers. Um, and there were some folks from the forest service there as well, keeping an eye out. And eventually as we were around the campground for a while, um, oh, there was some, some trail magic as well, which was awesome. <laughs> we found out that some of the wildland firefighters were going to fight um, this one fire that we could see the smoke from that was actually maybe, I would say, five or eight miles um, north, and, and it did look like it was pretty close to the trail. Um, at the same time, there were people actually parachuting in to assess or deal with another fire, and so while I had wanted to keep pushing, um, I think it was only probably about six o'clock or so, really wasn't sure what the situation was going to be, so decided to just spend the night at that campground. So yeah, spent the night there and headed out onto trail the next morning, and fortunately, you know, I, I think smelled a little smoke in the section where the one fire had been, but had been dealt with, so, um, felt pretty safe at that time and then the next day same thing another afternoon storm that um again started some more fires and so I think it was the morning after that um 
maybe maybe late morning hiked to Etna Summit um, where we are going to hopefully try to get a hitch into Etna um, resupply and possibly stay the night possibly get back on trail and so that hike in the morning um, was wild we were just looking at throughout the morning you know beautiful views but you could see in the distance really like purple smoke um, and so reaching the summit was just you look in one direction and there were blue skies but the other direction was just dark purple and, and brown and um, really really thick smoke so it was kind of worrying while we were trying to get a hitch um, someone from the Forest Service actually pulled up and was basically trying to dissuade other hikers who were considering getting back on trail uh, from doing so. They knew there were new fires, um, but that they wouldn't have the capacity to deal with them right away as there were bigger, bigger fires and concerns in the area. And so some people actually ended up going back into Etna. Um, when we got there, we actually, some of our friends were about to leave and we kind of told them, you know, what we were hearing. Um, and by that point, people started talking about whether or not we'd have to hitch to Syed Valley. So we decided, you know, thought we might have been spending the night anyway. So we decided to give it some time do our resupply, get something to eat, and, and kind of reassess the situation. And throughout the day, smoke was really bad in Etna itself. We were seeing firefighters and we're unsure how to proceed um, and ultimately decided to try to get a hitch to Syed Valley from Etna. Um, it was kind of disappointing. We had just done so much hitching and you know I had been really happy to be back on the trail um, but it seemed like the safer thing to do we had been told you know if the fire jumps in into the valley then you know essentially hikers might have to get evacuated and didn't want to do anything to needlessly make someone um, make search and rescue or, or the forest service have to come find us when we could have instead just played it safe. So ended up, um, there was a motel owner giving shuttles to Syed Valley and, and actually gave people, um, a discount basically just to cover their gas, which was amazing, um, because everyone knew what the fire situation was like. And so ended up staying in Etna a bit longer. Um, because so many people were trying to leave, we couldn't actually get a ride until, gosh, I think about 10 or 10.30. And it was at least an hour drive. So stayed for dinner. Um, ended up getting that ride to Side Valley. Fortunately, was able to sleep on the way. Uh, it was quite after hiker midnight. And then getting to Side Valley, um, probably close to actual midnight and camping. In the morning it was fun to see you know all of the 
murals on the on the general store and things like that about the uh, state of Jefferson, which I had only heard about while researching the trail. Um, so that was kind of fun and stayed, had breakfast, and then headed back on trail sometime um, again in, in like the early morning. So we had heard that there was either the PCT itself or um, a roadwalk that would allow you to avoid um, some poison oak. And certainly earlier in the trail, I was a bit more of a purist. Um, would you know? Wouldn't do anything that was blue blazing. Or if I, you know, took a side trail to get to town, I'd go back in the same way to not not skip any inch of the trail but having to skip around fires so many by that point and and having already skipped so many miles that I didn't know whether I'd be able to make up um I just decided you know (laughs) I'll take the alternate avoid any risk of of poison oak which I was pretty concerned about um and so yeah I was kind of, I don't want to say jaded, but I, at this point was around when I had realized, you know, I had kind of just needed to unfortunately give up my earlier ideas about, um, strictly sticking to the PCT. So I, uh, headed up the road walk with a friend And I think avoided some of the steepness of the PCT, but it was still definitely uh, quite quite a bit of miles uphill. Um, As we were walking up, a couple, I think someone who had gotten off the trail and a friend she had met actually came by in their truck and offered us pie and ice cream, which was super nice, and drove some people further up the road. Uh, We stayed walking got to kind of a flat spot at the top of the roadwalk where we would get onto the trail itself. Um, there were a bunch of other hikers there, which was nice. So caught up with some people, talked a bit, and then um, went uphill a couple more miles before finding a campsite. The next day, at some point, we met up with um, another tramley, a, a decent-sized group of hikers who we had known and kind of stuck with them a bit and ultimately um, decided to push to the California-Oregon border, which was super exciting. Um, With all of the fire closures, you know, the one thing I was super happy about was that at least we didn't have to skip past that border. I'd never been to Oregon before, so I was really excited about the idea of of being able to walk in instead of get a ride in. And so, even though we had had to hitch around, I was glad we had um, the day and a half or so, however it worked out, before we crossed the border. And so, right before, um, I think less than a mile before, we stopped and had dinner at this um, really nice cabin that a family and some of their friends have been working to kind of uh, bring back to its former glory, restore, I guess. Um, They had just a couple weeks 
before installed a super nice picnic table so we had a nice dinner there um may or may not have had some drinks that those hikers packed out and then went super quickly to the Oregon border which was amazing um and really glad to it was really nice to be there with a group of people we all had again another drink <laughs> which they had packed out for the occasion um and just celebrated took photos so it was a lot of fun um hiked a little bit further not too much towards the campsite um you know set up camp was just about to go to bed uh i think the sun had already set at that point and then i heard some other people who i actually recognized as my friends who i hadn't seen in at least a week at that point um who had pushed it further ahead so i was super excited uh got out of my sleeping bag went over i think i didn't even put shoes on so i was hobbling over um hugged them and caught up they were you know super excited as well as they just crossed over the border and they told us how so they had been ahead um quite a bit and had actually not uh skipped the section from Etna to Syed Valley but told us how air quality was in the red and and so they were really worried and actually one morning i think woke up at 2:30 a.m. and and hiked until about midnight or, or 2:30 the following day so almost 24 hours just because they really didn't want to spend the night and wanted to get out as quickly as they could so that did make me feel um a lot better about my decision to skip that section and oh, it was just super nice to see them so that's where I'll leave off for this recording uh for week 12 maybe <laughs> 12 and a half um yeah and excited to I'm recording this a little bit after um that section just you know <laughs> not making the time to to record on trail so I'm excited to um go back and and revisit the section after that and update everyone on how that went so that's it bye well that's a wrap if you'd like to follow along on other platforms and or find out more about our through hiking community called thruer check out the links in the show notes thanks for tuning in and until next time happy hiking